Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? You know, it's yeah. gone. It's going. Yeah. Uh, so we're recording on Monday. We had to put Riley down yesterday. Mm. And so uh, we'll do all the other stuff later, but I guess that's what we'll start talking about. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he has been having more and more trouble eating and we've sort of talked a little bit about it, but not really a lot about how bad it was. Um, if you guys remember the banana bread, we got a bunch of banana bread like at the live show. Mm-hmm. ton of people made us banana bread. He didn't eat any of it. Yeah. He just I would offer him everybody's he, banana bread. He would eat something and then we'd get a ton of it, like the banana bread. And then two days later, he decided he could no longer... Not only not eat it, but not he didn't couldn't really handle the smell of it. He kind of gagged just when he smelled food. Yeah. Uh, and people were trying to be nice and suggesting stuff. To try like, oh, have you tried baby food? Oh, maybe you should try like some chicken with rice. You guys, we did try it. We tried, we tried everything. everything. We would go to the grocery store yeah. and just buy hundreds of dollars worth of. Let's try ravioli. Let's try mashed potatoes, chicken, burgers, uh, everything that was a carb. Slurry. Yeah, GR Dad would like put milk bones in the food processor with chicken stock and make a slurry. And that was two days worth, right? I mean, it was like he ate that for two days. We were super excited. He ate milk bones and then he wouldn't eat milk bones. Yeah. And uh, pizza, anything that little Debbie snack cakes, anything. We tried it. We tried it, and he wouldn't eat it. Uh, We tried everything in the pet store. Someone at the Chicago show gave us a bag of these treats we'd mentioned on the last show uh or the last podcast chicken pot pie the chicken pot pie what was the brand true chews true chews that were good he for... ate the crap out of those for a day and a half and then never ate another one yeah. so i bought we like eight pounds of chicken pot pie true chews by the time they got here he wasn't eating them anymore uh i may eat them for dinner we would get like a day if we're lucky Sometimes one meal, he'd be like, okay, I'll eat some of that. Yeah. Uh, and so that's not sustainable. I mean, a month ago, two months ago, he was eating food, like dog food. Yeah, and I I mean, it's such an evolution, right? Because at first, the whole idea was to give him good, clean food so it wouldn't tax his kidneys. And, and you know, that we had that special medicinal food that was yeah. low in potassium and low in protein. It would It would be good for his system and he ate that for a little while and that was supposed to be healthy for him but then he just stopped eating that Would not eat pretty it. quickly and then it was just like he's just not eating anything and so we gotta give him something even if it's full of protein and whatever yeah right. yeah we were trying to stick to carbs for a long time like bacon banana bread. bacon was good for a day <laughs> one meal of bacon yeah. and he still he ate like five pieces of bacon which was great and yeah. then didn't want any more bacon have you ever met a dog who says no to the sixth piece of bacon? No, like that's not a good sign. I would not be that dog. I would eat the sixth piece of bacon. Yeah, so it was like all the kind of dog food. And then, all right, well, maybe carbs, like we'll limit his protein. And then, all right, if he'll only eat chicken today, let's give him a can of chicken. And then it was snacks. Fine, the only thing he'll eat is snacks. Let's give him snacks. He's only been eating snacks for weeks. Because it's the highest... I think smell and flavor ratio, right? They they the least pukey for him. Who knows? I mean, like Jared had his theories, but the actual answer is we have no idea. Yeah. Uh, 
And because a lot of stuff, you'd put it in front of him and he'd turn his face away. So I don't know that he wanted stuff that smelled intense because a lot of stuff he'd smell and would like literally yeah. sometimes vomit just from smelling the food. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know when the doc, or the doctor diagnosed him with the, the kidney failure, but she sort of said, this is like week to week, right? And that was in June or... Before that, May. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so we kind of knew this was an emergency, ongoing marathon emergency, like a long time emergency. So on Thursday of last week, uh, he basically stopped eating. We'd get him to eat a bite of something. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, clearly like his system just started to shut down on Thursday. Uh, just kind of laid there, like went from... He he also was getting more and more lethargic, and you could tell he kind of felt crappy. And we had, like a month or so ago, we had stopped his medicine because he felt really crappy. So we had him on the appetite stimulant and the anti-nausea stuff, but like the the stuff that we think actually wasn't helping that would like, oh, if it's the good case and it's just we can treat it with immunosuppressants, we stopped all that because it wasn't helping. Yeah. Um, and then he got a little better. But even like a week or, you know, at the Chicago show, which was just a couple weeks ago, like he would looked happy and was perky like he didn't didn't feel his very best no but i think he enjoyed i mean this is good right he enjoyed the pets and he he was having a good time yeah and he was up moving around and doing stuff Mm -hmm. um but thursday he basically was just laying on the floor uh and we could get him to go up get to get up to go out but that's about it he just wanted to lay there and and he clearly like felt bad lying on the floor yeah no go um tired temporarily he was just kind of it was bad it was bad and friday it was the same still wasn't eating and so we're like all right well let's you know try to get him back on some extra of these medicines but on friday night i sort of said to jared dad i'm like tonight's not the night but it's going to be soon and uh i did not handle it well well i mean it's hard right because you want him to get better and we should have done it Saturday. I mean, I it, whenever yeah. I say that, it's like, oh, it's it's time, it's time. And uh, Saturday he was really lethargic again, and then he had some kind of what I think was a clotting issue, which is a common thing with um, the kidney failure, is that they can have clots, so they can have a stroke, they can have a an aortic thromboembolism, like Maggie had. Uh, she lived a long time with hers, but usually that's like an emergency thing and you have to put the dogs down. But he had something. I was running a race uh, and Giardad was home and he texted me and was like, you know, all of his back legs and his tail are like really stiff and it cleared out. Cleared out. Surprise. I mean, I, yeah, cleared out. So so his tail loosened it up resolved, and, yeah. and his legs loosened up, but it was something had happened. Right? Yeah. So it could be he was having a mild stroke. It could be he yeah. had a clot. Um but it was really obvious at that point that he was not going to get better. And so I was running my race. You were home. And uh, I sort of knew it was time and waited, which I feel really bad about. So uh, I got home on Saturday afternoon and called our regular vet to make an appointment on monday i guess sort of hoping that the weekend would the rest of the weekend wouldn't be that bad for him uh which it was and 
So, you know, we didn't post a lot of pictures of him because he looked really miserable in the pictures. And by Sunday, he was um, sort of like Sunday afternoon. He His like belly had become really tender. So if you touched it, he would pull away. And then he started shaking. And so, you know, then it was really obvious that, you know, we had waited too long. And so uh, the clinic where his specialist is also does like emergency stuff. And so we brought him up there on Sunday night and finally put him out of his misery. But we had to carry him out of the house to the car, carry him into the vet and into the room because he couldn't really walk anymore. So cheer dad's being very supportive of the fact that like it's a hard decision but like it's my job as his owner to not let him suffer more than he has to right this is like the gift that you get with a dog is that like you don't have to let them suffer like you have to with people and uh i just couldn't do it i waited too long it sucks. I've like Maggie, her last day, she was happy on her last day, right? Like we gave her waffles and she was struggling. I mean, I have that video of the snaps that we made that day. And there were times where like she tried to stand up and she couldn't get up. It was definitely time, but she was still happy. Like she ate a bunch of snacks and she had her waffle. Riley like on Friday, right, the second day that he was feeling bad, like it was a big deal if he would wag his tail when we came over, right? That's like the best he could do. He wasn't happy, like he wasn't having good days. And I should have, I knew on Friday, I mean, that's why I said to you on Friday, right? And this isn't anything you did wrong. Yeah. But like I knew and I should have just done it and I certainly should have just done it on Saturday and uh, yeah, I don't know what I thought. I don't know why I thought it would be okay to wait longer. Uh, Like it's sad, but it's my job to like, I owe him that, right? It's my responsibility to save him from needless suffering and he suffered at least a day and a half extra, like just because I wouldn't do the thing that I knew I had to do. I will never forgive myself for that. It was terrible. I didn't wait too long with Maggie. Uh, Kay, my previous dog, like she took a very sharp downturn. I took her right to the vet, like, uh, you know. Goldie, yeah. Yeah, our our dog Goldie that we had like adopted, you know, for two days, uh, you know, there was, she had a hemangiosarcoma. She was kind of slow one day and the next day it was clearly time and we did it. My dog Pie, my first dog I had by myself, I waited too long. That was 2012. I still haven't forgiven myself for that. Like, and she wasn't as bad as Riley. It's terrible. So I think yesterday I was just more relieved than anything else than most of today, right? Just like relieved that he's not like laying there suffering anymore because it was so sad to see him. And I mean, you can see in the picture that we posted of him, 
he, you know, he looks like he's in bad shape. So I'm relieved that that isn't going on anymore. But uh, it was such a sad end for him as much as, you know, we tried and we did a good job, like keeping him going for a long time. But I feel really bad about the last couple of days. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, great. Good news is the other dogs don't even notice. No, that's or that's certainly true. they don't express it. They they don't they are not upset. Like I was worried after Maggie died, I was worried that Jasmine would have a really hard time because they had been together, you know, their whole lives. And yeah. uh, when Pi died, Kay was just devastated and really mourned hard. Jasmine didn't seem to notice. She's um, a little bit more Velcro, right? That could be a function of it. It's true. Like she's very attached to me. Uh, and she and Riley kind of bonded because he also was attached to me all the time. So they were basically just together. Forced to all coexist the time all the time. Because they both needed to be touching me all the time. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't seem to notice or be upset at all today. And uh, I mean, Kesa doesn't notice much of anything. <laughs> Kesa does what Kesa does. And uh, Hops and Vink are, you know. For various reasons in their are. own worlds, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, apologies to Riley, not just for waiting too long, but for besmirching his reputation because we have had an issue over the last couple weeks where someone was peeing on the rug in the kitchen and we figured it was him because he's having kidney problems and it's important for him to go when he has to go. And it was a little weird because he's usually upstairs. And this is like at four down. in the morning or three in the morning. We would just happens, come down right? and the yeah. rug would be wet. Like we never witnessed it happening. So we put Riley down last night and this morning the rug was peed on and it was not the ghost of Riley. So we're all looking at the only dog that sleeps downstairs. It was Queso. Queso. It was Queso the whole time. Queso, on the rug. who doesn't care, but who gets impatient if you don't let her out immediately. Zero She's fucks. like, fine, this rug looks pretty nice. And I was always like, oh, you know, we always try to get all the dogs to go out and pee before bed. Cause Especially Vank, who just <sighs> forgets. Yeah, and I mean, they generally don't have accidents. And probably has been Queso every time we thought there was one. Yeah. Uh, but they will wake us up in the middle of the night. Most nights, somebody gets us up at least once, and we have to let them out. So if we get them to pee before bed, there's... Fewer wake-ups. Yeah, because they don't all go at once. <laughs> like, if Jasmine wakes us up so at 3.30, everybody else doesn't go. No. They'll, it'll be like 3.30, Jasmine needs to go out. We invite everyone else. And then at 4 o'clock, Hopper needs to go... And then at four twenty, it's, it's Vinkman. Or sometimes we like we get upstairs with Jasmine, and then Vink's like, mm, "I think I want to go outside." Oh my God! I mean, it can take half an hour. It's because they go one at a time. And the worst thing about that is, then you're fully awake after half an hour of going in and yeah. out with dogs. You're fully awake, and then I don't know. It's that hard sucks. to get fun. <laughs> I mean, it's like having six kids. Yeah. All at the same time. Oh we need to go outside and pee. <laughs> <laughs> so I would always be like, look, don't worry if Queso doesn't go out with everybody else. Because like, she kind of settles into her spot and that's where she is. Uh, yeah. She has a bladder of steel. It's fine. Turns out she's just real sneaky. God, she's just peeing on the rug. It's not every night, but... No, uh, it's been a, a three times in the last month, I'd say. A little more often. Yeah. And so, yeah. 
queso. Big cheese with your innocent face. So now we have to make sure that queso goes out before bed so she stops being on the rug. Which is harder because she's not easy to move. (laughs) No, when she doesn't want to go, she like you'll stand her up and then she just makes a circle around the table in the dining room and lays back down. She's 90 pounds of stubborn. I mean, it's like you can't. I mean, there's something to be said for small dogs. You can just pick them up with one hand and be like, <laughs> all right, you're going outside. Yeah. Okay, so it's like just you need to be steered. hand cart and stuff. It's just hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, sorry, Riley, that we thought it was you. The good news is that we did replace the rug with a Ruggable, who is not our sponsor. We washed the crap out of it. should be. Yeah. We have washed that Ruggable so many times. We actually have two because I got a stripey one, which was okay, but it didn't quite match. And then... I got now this new one that you may have seen. It has green pineapples on it, which is pretty cool. I like it a lot. Just and got we've washed had today. Plenty of opportunity it to cycle through these pea-resistant rugs. Yep, they have. They have been a real game changer <laughs> in the household. Having the washable yeah. rugs. I mean, you are very good at detecting the scent of of pea. If in there's the rugs. pea on stuff, I smell it. Wiping it doesn't do it for you. Jared Heddle, if you just like blot the pee, and I'm like, it's just gonna smell like pee forever. And he's like, like, whatever, not for me. Oh my god, <laughs> and I'm like, I'll just be sitting there working, like, why does everything smell like pee? And he's like, well, I blotted it up. Then I, I mean, there have been so many that times that was where a I'm while like, ago. I've learned now. I've no, no, <laughs> that was a while ago. Like and we months. have this like nature's been months, this nature's miracle spray, yeah, enzymatic. Yeah, Super so Jared had like, I misted it over the carpet, and it's like, my dude, you need to saturate everything with that, and it still is only going to work half the time. I don't smell anything. <laughs> he's like, I misted it with the Nature's Miracle. It's fine. Yeah, he's like laughing indignantly now. We did been... I say misted? <laughs> you, I... I probably did. I probably <laughs> did. Fair enough. We've been having this back and forth, like, since we got Puppy Hopper, and she would pee on stuff. I'd be like... You need to put like it a needs towel to be burned. under the rug <laughs> and a towel on top and you need to like clean it thoroughly. It has to go all the way through because the pee has gone all the way through. And he'd be like, I dried off the top. No, man, that's not how pee works. No, you're like, it needs to be burned. <laughs> Once it has the smell of pee, it is doomed. If the pee dries in there, it's doomed. It's There's doomed. nothing you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. So, yeah, the, putting the ruggables in the washer is fine with me. <sighs> the ruggables are so good. They're so good. So, yeah. yeah, they don't sponsor us. We buy all of our Ruggables, um, and they're wonderful. We're not monetizing this as much as we could be. I know. We, I mean, we did a thing with them once. No, that's true. They did, we did a giveaway with them once. So they did give us a rug, the flower rug, yeah. the big one. And then we gave a rug away to somebody else. That's pretty good. So we did get one of them. But the, some, sometimes people are like, oh, do you have a code? Do you have you know promo code? Golden Ratio. Nah. No, we don't have anything like that. No, nah, we just... We just have rugs that we wash. We just keep buying their rugs and <laughs> keep telling people how great their rugs this are. Not, this is the opposite of monetizing. <laughs> anyway, it, yeah. it was queso. It was queso. Look, she was the only along. one downstairs. The mystery peer is queso. She's the one who's like not going out before because I was like, oh, queso's fine. Yeah, like she, well, she's a grown up. She could be, she should be able to, but then she just like wanders around downstairs, takes a drink, and then she's like, why is no one letting me out? I'm self-help. <laughs> self-help. Uh, the big cheese. So uh, adorable, big cheese. Dear Dad, so, uh, Dear Dad, can we, like, announce your current status? We haven't talked about it on the podcast. Still married. 
<laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I meant the other status. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. quit so my one job. Dear Dad quit his job uh, to move to Key West. There's a book called Quit Your Job and I Move mean, to Key West. Gently, right? Like yeah. Move towards <laughs> Key West. So, in dear the, dad, in the dear nature dad quit of. his job. Uh, quit it quite a while ago, but finished working it at the end of September. And uh, has basically got this month off before he starts his new job. And that's nice that we don't have to take a paid vacation for anyone. Yep. And uh, the new job is going to be part here, part in the Keys. Well. And so, uh, you know, we're going to have who knows what life is going to be like. Yep. But uh, there may be more time in the Keys. And... Uh, Anyway, so Jir Dad has been home all of October, which a few of you have noticed because they're like, Jir Dad's doing a lot of the snaps these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm still working. I'm in the throes of the semester. Well, impossible to keep a secret from all y'all. Yeah. Uh, so. Eagle-eyed listeners. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, so Jir Dad has been taking queso to her underwater treadmill therapy, which we've talked about the last few times. We've but only been twice, but we've made a lot of action about it. Yeah. She uh, she got like jet propelled in the water tank and like, like a super jacuzzi. massaged this time. But a jacuzzi with glass sides, so yeah. <laughs> you can take photos. <laughs> you all will have seen the pictures by the time the podcast She's is She's not a great... Um, indoor gym runner walker she doesn't like she doesn't know how to walk on a treadmill yeah she if you i mean this is at least an underwater treadmill which may be degrees of difficulty but she just stands there and then the treadmill prepare, propels her to the back wall and then she kind of crumples into the back wall yeah. <laughs> i mean it's slow motion right it's not super fast yeah. but but it's kind of like those pictures of people who you know Fling. fling themselves back <laughs> on a treadmill except slower and in water so she doesn't fall down but what she ends up doing and this is with encouragement of the orthopedist she puts her two front feet on this platform and just walks her back feet yeah. along the treadmill as yep. it moves that works pretty well since her back legs are the ones that are kind of unevenly spaced and she has the ACL issue and stuff yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so that's going well she's very stoic Indeed. Uh, let's see. Hops and Vink. Oh, yeah. Vink and her weight loss. <clears throat> Jared Dad's been home for all of October, <laughs> which means the snackums are flowing much more freely than they used to. I admit. First, some, I was gone some for fault a week. here. I was gone for a week and Vink gained weight. All right. So the first week, Jared Dad was still working. She lost a pound and a half. Then I went on a work trip for a week and Jared Dad was staying home and she gained that weight back. And then she was hungry. I went on another trip for a week and she I had a stern talk with GR dad and then I went on another trip for a week and her weight remained stable. I can I consider that a success. And then this last week where I also was traveling a decent amount, her weight remained stable. It's muscle mass. And so She's I gaining had muscle mass. Another very stern talk with GR dad and Vink and we had roughly 80 bags of treats. I don't but, remember all these stern talkings to <laughs> by the way. I mean, Dad, I know there's a record of this. Stop but. giving Vink treats. Ooh, treats. I would like some <laughs> treats. That, treats are delicious. Oh, my God. So Look, it was hard for me to, to reconcile the two extremes of having yeah. to, like, do anything to give calories to Riley, which is just including all the most, trying to find the most delicious things. Yeah. And then having Vink be like, 
I will eat paper if you, I am <laughs> so desperate that I will eat dirt. Yeah. Uh, maybe a rock would be good. Oh, my God. And so Plus, it's, it was hard for me to mentally keep the two separate. And we were trying to give all these treats to Riley, and yeah. then he wouldn't eat them. And so then it's like you're holding a treat, and everyone's like, I would eat that treat. There are four, eight eyes looking at you going, this is the most delicious treat ever. Yeah. So we had, yeah. I think, 80 bags of treats that were open, every variety, every size. And I'm like, dear dad, we have to throw these all out. Crunchy, soft, meat, non-meat. Chicken, grain-free, grain-full, fish, salmon, dried sweet potatoes. Anything you can think of, we would, we had, we tried, we tried it with Riley. I mean, we we really bought it to see if Riley would like it, and Riley would almost ninety percent of it. She would, uh, he would reject. Yep. So we had all these bags open with like one treat gone, and I'm like, we can't keep all these. Like I know the girls will eat them, but that's problematic. And you know, has a good nose for treats is Vink. So Vink would walk into the kitchen and be like. Oh, 90 bags stares, of open snacks. Stares at the counter. This is heaven, <laughs> but it is actually hell, Vank, because you can have nothing, Vank. You have nothing. So today I took an entire trash bag filled with treats and put it out at the curb. The only treats we have left are the one special kind that only Hopper can eat, or that Hopper can eat, the only ones that Hopper can eat without getting her tum upset, and little teeny tiny training treats. And dear dad, you are allowed to give her one training treat when she comes in the house Vink. one okay Vink it's one training treat how about the liver snaps one yeah and i've said the liver snaps she doesn't realize are treats that she thinks they're little rocks <laughs> and so i have to stick them in her mouth like shove them in be- between her lips and then she goes <laughs> like she realizes it's actually food and will crunch it up gosh she's dumb but but she doesn't actually accept it as a treat because it's so far from removed from her delicious, delicious treats that she's had in the past. Well, we have like other little chewy, beefy flavored ones. Yeah, the, the training ones are, are fine. I'll, I'll give her one teeny tiny one. She just gets one. I know. Because she's fat. She's she's fat. Uh, I post pictures and everybody's like, wow, Vink's looking real chonky. And I'm like, it's the angle. Dad. The yeah, and they're like, Jared Dad probably says it's the angle. I do say it's the angle. Oh, my God. Vink, so, she's my baby. Oh, my God. How she's could, your How fat, could there be anything wrong with my baby? Fat little baby. Oh, she's a meatball. Yeah, yeah she is shaped like a meatball. Yes. So, uh, anyway, that's everybody else. That's my challenge is to not give. Somebody on Twitter, <laughs> I had a whole thing about I overwater plants a lot, too, said, well, that's just like giving treats to the dog. I understand. And I was like, Water's the trade oh, equivalent for plants. I totally understand now. I feel bad for the plants. Like, yeah. I feel bad for Vink. We have this a lot of plants why. that died from overwatering. <laughs> I would say not a lot, but some high value ones. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's the dog update. I do want to just add in one other thing here, which is I got a phone call this afternoon. From a number that I didn't recognize. This is out of left field, everyone, by the way. This is a new story. New story. New story. Uh, I'm sitting on the couch. I get a call from a number I don't recognize, like from Minnesota is the area code, according to my phone. And normally I don't answer stuff like that, but I thought it might be somebody I work with because we all have each other's cell phone number, but they're not all in my contact list. So I answered it. And this guy is like, Jen? And I'm like... Jenny. Yeah. I think he said Jen the first time. Yeah. And uh, he's like, how are you doing? And I'm like, fine. Who is this? And he says, this is Riley. 
and I have this big long pause. I'm like, is someone fucking with me? Is this a troll? But he seems well confused already. Yeah. And then I'm like, where do I know you from? And he said, oh, we met at the diner. Last night. And I'm night. like, yeah. When did I meet you at the diner? He's like, last night. And I was like, no, dude, that was not me. I was putting my dog down last night. I was not at a diner. I don't know who you are. And he's like, but your name's Jenny. And I was like, my name's Jen, but I didn't meet you and I didn't give you my number. I'm like, and he's utterly confused. Like he's, I mean, if he was trolling me, best actor ever. I don't think he was. He was really no, confused. No. And I'm like, let's make sure you have the right number. I give him my number. He's like, yeah, that's it. That's the number I have. I talked to this girl at the diner and she said her name was Jenny and she gave me this number to call oh. her. So I'm talking, I mean, we're talking, right? We're on the phone. And I was like, oh, he's like, I'm so sorry about your dog. Oh my God. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm like, I'm sorry that this girl gave you like some random other person's number. I'm like, my dog's name was Riley. So it's like, that's why I had this big long pause. I didn't know, you know, what, if you're trying to play some trick on me. So, and then he texted me later and, and I was like, sorry, you had to deal with that. And he's like, oh God. And he texted me later. He's like, I'm really embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Like, you know, especially after your dog died, I'm really sorry about your dog. Like, it sounds like some really mean trick that somebody played. And I was like, look, man, it's not your fault. You know, sorry this happened. And, uh, and I'm like, you know, my dogs are like popular on the internet and my phone numbers on their collars. And sometimes people message me and they're like, Hey, I could see your number on the collar. And I'm like, well, whatever. Like, I'm not getting a bunch of spam calls. It's happened before. But my guess is that some evil, evil follower of the Golden Ratio wrote my number down and then gave it to this guy and said that her name was Jen. And he called me and is just, and I mean, the fact his name is Riley, like, that's terrible. So it's like some super vicious troll doing this thing. Uh, which is weird because it has to be someone who watches the stuff closely enough to be like, oh, and now I've got her phone number. Uh, so I was texting the guy back at dinner. I'm like, don't worry about it. And uh, he's like, uh, yeah, you know, especially with, he's like, I don't want to make it worse. You know, I'm really sorry about your dog. Uh, and I was like, you know, thanks. And, you know, it's okay. And he'd said, I had said something, you know, I think, oh, they're kind of popular online. That's probably what happened. And he said, oh, are you going to get another one? Like when we lost our dog, you know, we really had to wait a long time. And, and I was like, well, we have a bunch. And I sent him, I, I sent him a picture and I said, this is Riley. Oh, yeah. Uh, he said, I'm, you know, I'm really sorry about your dog. I hope he or she was like, the, I'm sure he or she was like the best girl or boy. And I sent him a picture and I'm like, this is Riley. Like he was the best boy. And he's like, oh, it's so good. You know, he's like adorable. It's the one with him with the bow tie by the ocean. He's like, are you going to get another one? And I was like, uh, you know, we have a bunch. And I sent him a picture of the whole six person squad, six dog squad. And he's like, oh my God. Like, he's like, this has been like a really screwed up thing, but like it actually like totally brightened my day. And I was like, well, they're the golden ratio four on Twitter and Instagram. If you want any more, he's like, cool, I'm going to follow him. That's good. So it was like, it's such a random thing. Uh, if you are the person who gave this dude my number, fuck you. There are services on the internet where you can get phone numbers to give people that you want to blow off. Don't give him my number. Yeah, give him the phone number of the Republican National Committee or some shit like that. But yeah. don't, don't like, not a human. Stop fucking with me. You're, you're a dick. Yeah. Not Riley, the guy who seemed very nice and uh, and was really embarrassed by the whole thing and said nice things to me. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. We- weirdly random what thing, a right? Weird thing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, there's that randomness. Do we have anything else? I think that's enough. We'll save anything else for Cocktail. later. Cocktail of the week is the sidecar, which we may make after this podcast because I can use one or two. Or shots. We could do shots, but that's not shots. a cocktail anymore. <laughs> that's By any definition, those are not cocktails. Those are medicine. The sidecar is cognac, one shot of cognac, half a shot of triple sec like Cointreau, which is delicious, mm-hmm. and half a shot of lemon juice. Shake that up. Pour it in a glass. It's a very classic old school cocktail. Um, you could add some simple sh- simple syrup in there if you wanted a little bit sweeter, but the, both the cognac and the Cointreau are really sweet. Oh, I so. like sweet, though. Well, I will make yum, one. Yum. I'll make a pair, and then if you want your sweeter, I'll shake it up some extra with some shake sugar it up. for you. Excellent, excellent. So that's the cocktail of the week. Uh, we do have a keys story. Do you want to do the German word of the week before or after? Sure, before. What is it? We say dog collar, right? So Hunde Halts. Halsband. Hunde Halsband. Yeah. Dog neck band. Dog neck band. Hunde Halsband. Yeah. We we thought of doing leash, but it's just Leine. Yeah. Boring. Hunde, Hunde Leine. Hunde Halts Halsband und Leine. Yeah. Yeah. Hunde Halt Hunde Leinengesetz is like law for dog leashes, but Oh, Gesetz is law? Gesetz is law. Huh. Mm-hmm. I, don't think I knew that one. Okay. Anyway, Hunde Halsband. Yeah, good one. Mm-hmm. All right, Taste of the Keys this week uh, will eventually be covered on Murders in Paradise, our other podcast, because man charged with murder in Stock Island stabbing. This is a crazy story. Let's see who is this Guy DeBoer. Who yeah, wrote this, this, this Conk uh, Life editor. I think that's what Guy DeBoer is going this by these tip days. Tip of the Iceberg doesn't do this story justice. It's no. like there's a lot more there. But even from this summary, the like the report based on the police report it's pretty good oh my god so we're yeah this will be in a a month or so on murders in paradise because we're going to need some time to gather some more information so i'm just going to give you the story 79 year old stock island man so stock island is one island outside of key west uh close to the end there yeah right at the end he was arrested saturday in the stabbing death of a 68 year old homeless man the man, the homeless man's name has not been released because they hadn't notified his family yet. I think they were trying to probably track him down. Mm. Okay. So they get a call at 5 p.m. on Saturday. Middle of the day on Saturday. Yeah. For an unknown problem, the victim is sitting on a chair outside this house bleeding, and there is a kitchen knife with blood on it on a table next to him. They take the victim to... Laura Keith Medical Center on Stock Island. I mean, that was like a two-minute drive. He was pronounced dead at 7.07, so less than two hours later. Yikes. So there's a witness who's like, yeah, so this homeless guy... Oh, no. I'm sorry. The stabber sleeps in a shack on the property. There's a lot of ratchety properties on parts of Stock Island. So one of these properties has a shack... The stabber sleeps in the shack. The victim... Was hanging out with the witness, right? Was hanging out with the witness. They're drinking beers and talking out on the lawn. I think they're sitting outside. The stabber wakes up in his shack. He's angry that the victim was on the property. Just straight up grabs a knife and stabs him in the chest. That Just walks on up, stabs him in the chest. And the witness intervenes and stops the stabber from stabbing him again. So he gets stabbed once. All right. So the cops come and they go up to the guy 
and the stabber, they walk up to him and they're like, what's your address? And he's like, I live where I stabbed the guy earlier. <laughs> Which is brilliant legally because they weren't <laughs> interrogating him at all about the crime. And he's blurted out a confession. What's your address? It's where I stabbed the guy earlier. It's so good. I mean, this is this is awesome for the prosecutor. Oh, my God. So he said that he was woken by the witness and the victim. He walked outside. He became enraged at the sight of 5 the victim. 5 p.m. I mean, this isn't like yeah. 2 in the morning. Yeah. He says he knows the victim as they were friends in the past and had previously fished together. And Go on. What else had they done in the past? Yeah. In the past, the stabber had stabbed the victim. <laughs> he stabbed him, and then he took his ATM card and, like, got a bunch of money from it. He went, he, the stabber, went to jail for eight months for stabbing the same dude before until the dude, the victim, dropped the charges. That's so random. Yeah. Man, there's got to be more here. I know. I'm going to have to like look all of it up before we cover this. Boy, on he's regretting wh- wherever he is now. He's regretting having dropped those charges. Holy cow, yeah. the guy stabbed him. Yeah. Uh, the stabber says he didn't want the victim on the property due to the past history between them. You mean you stabbing him before? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and going to jail. Uh, so the stabber says he told the victim to leave. He said the victim allegedly threatened him. He then stated that he, the stabber, went and got the knife and stabbed the victim. He said he was aiming for his heart. He intended to kill him. He said, I intended to kill him. This is like textbook law 101 murder. He said the victim never put his hands on him as he never gave him the chance to do so. He said he would have continued to stab the victim if the witness had not intervened. So this is all these stories, like these crazy stories from all of Florida are because the police reports are public records, so anybody can get them. And so what you're hearing here is like stuff that the cops directly documented in the arrest report, which is, you know, eventually what will go to trial, which is why they have all this stuff. That These are cops who are like, oh, this is such a case. This is so easy. The guy just admitted everything. The cops might have been like, well, do you think, sir, it was self-defense? Was he threatening you? Hell no. I'd stab him right in the heart. He didn't have a chance to come at me because I killed him. But you didn't mean to kill him. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, did. I was <laughs> trying to stab him in the heart, and I wanted to kill him, and I would have kept stabbing him if that other guy hadn't so, stopped me. I mean, the po- poor public defender is going to take this. is going to be like, oh, I'm going to stand, gr- stand your ground because it's in Florida. Oh, no. no, I can't do that. How about I do, like, he didn't know who he was. Oh, no, he, he already went to jail for stabbing him before. Uh, I mean, yeah. we're not we're not laughing at this crime, which is really terrible and tragic. Oh, Just the like the guy. idiocy of the stabber here. It's like, thank uh, goodness most criminals just confess and... And it's, and it's, you know, straightforward. Yeah. So he was booked into jail. Uh, expect in November that we will cover this case <laughs> on Murders in Paradise when I have time to look up reports from the old stabbing, the previous stabbing, and uh, and get a little more detail on this one. But what a crazy thing. Yeah. Rare that we get murders in the Keys. Like we have this Murders no in Paradise pod- podcast. I have to look hard for murders. No, They're I'm, very rare. It must have been totally unlucky because i mean they pulled the knife out the guy was still alive when they brought him to the hospital you know hope i mean a lot of times there's the hospital staff so good that you can save someone right yeah no there's a lot of drunken assaults yeah there's a lot of smashing and bashing and weird random stabbings but it's like not like i stayed right for his heart i know where it is because i missed it last time oh my god dude terrible (laughs) yeah 
Well, there you go. There's Taste of the Keys. So uh, I'll post up a little link for Murders in Paradise. Yeah. Uh, Grim place that. all of a sudden. Damn. Also, it's Fantasy Fest. Oh, yeah. We, you know, Jared Dad was like, we should cover the Fantasy Fest rules. We've actually done it before yeah. on the podcast. Did you we can, do the rules? We did the rules. All right. Yeah. Um, no sex acts are allowed, and you can only be topless in the fantasy zone. But, like, no nipples, or so, there's something the there. Fantasy right? zone. You don't remember me going <laughs> in the fantasy <laughs> zone, which is like three blocks. It is of bringing it all back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's happening now. No, we're not there, everybody. We're Just not for there. the record, we're not there. We weren't there last year either. Not so my, it's not that much of a draw. Not my scene, uh, but I hope everybody who's there is having a good time. Not a wholesome time, but a good time. Yeah. You know, slippery. Stay, put sunscreen on. <laughs> yeah, yes, put on your sunscreen. Uh, next week, our podcast will drop on Halloween. Ooh. Spooky Halloween. Oh. We have a very special spooky Halloween episode planned. Spooky with lots of candy. Indeed. So, uh, until next week, don't put anyone unless they ask you to. Eat some of the candy at a time. It's fine. Bye. Bye. Bye.